0: welcome to the k-pop cast I'm your k-pop host Stephanie and I am joined by our resident DJ pillow what's up everybody and welcoming back to the show it's been like three four five times like you're our BFF now. We have Steven <laughs> from K-pop Unmuted. Well, thanks for inviting me back. Always fun. Thank you for coming back. Uh, yeah. And our lovely P-D-Nim is hello, in Hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> yes, everybody, hello. I'm here as well. I feel like I need to make that like an air horn type sample. Like, hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> hello, hello,
0: hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Alright, we've got a that. full cool. house today. That's because we'll be talking about G-idols
1: Oh my god. Let you know if this song is box
2: or not. But before we dive into that, first, our hit Replay! Please. Hit replays are songs
0: we recommend y'all listen to on repeat or replay for the week. Looks like Steven is first, our special guest. What is your hit replay?
2: My hit replay is by Signature, spelled for some reason like cigarette, their (laughs) first comeback, their second single, Asa, which has that special Korean S, which... I don't know mm-hmm. how to. I always want to hold it longer, but I know that's not really what that S means in Korean. Mm-hmm. Their debut didn't really catch my attention. I think Peter might have liked it. Um, oh, I loved it. I hella love the drop. On this yeah. song.
3: same here. Yeah. But
2: ASA is just so fun and quirky. It, it kind of gives me Momo Land yep. vibes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes, the production is just amazing, and the uh, the start of it kind of reminds me of Cake. I don't know if you all know what who Cake is, but oh, the. I- uh,
1: Oh yeah! Hell, know, you know Cake. What I, mean? I
2: know John McCrae, Vince Florey
1: Like, I know wow. those band members Blast really well. Past. I've gone to all their <laughs> concerts. I am a super fan of
2: Cake. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Don't you think that guitar sounds a little Cake esque?
1: Uh... <laughs> anyway, I do. <laughs> all right,
2: I do. Take my word for it. Yes. And the uh, what really hits me though is the chorus and the outro are so cool. They have kind of a '60s vibe. You know, they they sound very modern, but there's something '60s. Like, great song.
1: Though so they did take more risks than Momaland, in that they actually had a drop and a break that wasn't just on the floor (laughs) (laughs) how's music okay Stephanie what's your hit replay
0: my hit replay is Kang Daniel to you came out a couple weeks ago and it is giving me like some Jay Park vibes with the fun light hip hop choreo it's giving me like BTS boy with love vibes with just the up in the air light catchy bouncy feel and fun fact the video was filmed at the los angeles theater just like
1: bts black swan so what's not to love
3: yeah i was gonna say also bts black swan vibes mostly just from the visual not from the song see i wasn't yeah, gonna exactly. like it
1: but but when you found a way to bring in bts in some remote connection now i just have to like it you know by definition. <laughs> i mean obviously <laughs> yeah if you like bts try this song <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter's up next. All right, so I chose we Stella Jong and, and her he song, Villain. Yes. yes. It's a spunky ragtime, oh, cutter swing, jazz song. Oh, that's what you call that. Ragtime. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's got that, you know, it's got that swing in the beat and, uh, and it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's quirky.
2: Um i
1: Lyrics makes it feel so good to be so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not bad. Yeah, mean, she's definitely. like, usually like you think you're the
0: good guy, but what if you're the villain? What if I'm mm-hmm. the villain? What if we're both the villains? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that that's it's one hilarious. of the reasons why I love Stella Jung is she's such she's such an
3: amazing artist, you know, lyrically and also Vocally, like even though she's doing like a really ragtimey kind of thing here, she has covered like multiple different genres, like even hip hop, in some cases because her lyrical flow is so great. So send me definitely check this
1: out. Uh, Yeah, but this was the one that was actually worth listening to. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Ouch. Okay. What's your hit replay for the week?
3: Oh well, my hit replay is from. Max, aka TVXQ's Changmin, his new release Chocolate Mm. 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 This song and the lyrics Don't necessarily have anything to do With Chocolate specifically It's just kind of like one of those like Key, catchy phrases in the chorus, but, but the choreo—true. Uh, the choreo, especially this this one line he has, where he's like swinging his hips and talking about, you know, being deep, deep inside someone. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and that That's came out of left I, I, I was, I not was expecting a... that.
0: No, he's talking about your heart mm.
3: being deep
1: inside I your was, heart, um, like oh, your okay. feelings. Mm. Uh.
0: Yeah. For, for the record, I was thinking of the cute part in the choreo where he licks his fingers one at a time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, you know, eating chocolate.
1: <laughs> there is but, nothing nudge, nudge, wink, wink about any of this. I don't know what you guys, <laughs> you listeners are all thinking. Gosh. chocolate, <laughs> back to, back to, back to, <laughs> chocolate,
4: chocolate. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch- Okay.
3: But anyway, he he is one of the like vocal kings of K-pop, so definitely go check this out. Yeah, it was a good one.
0: Yeah, I was impressed. This this song was uh, almost fully in that higher octave mm-hmm. register. It's like home for Max. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys checked out the In My Feels podcast with Dre and Emily Heidel? They've had guests like BM of Card, Amber from F of X, Peniel of B2B, One Team, Samuel, Kim, and many more accent influencers in the K-pop realm.
1: What I've always loved about In My Feels is the quality of the guests in the chill, laid-back environment that Emily and JRE are able to foster with these special guests.
3: The whole concept of the show is great. I mean, they really do get in the feels and talk about these really personal topics.
2: Dre and Emily have such fun, welcoming personalities. Uh, It's fun to listen to them talk. It's fun to listen to them interview people. I I feel like they really bring the best out of their guests. And, uh, you know, if I had to have somebody do an interview, that's a good choice.
0: If you're looking to hit replay on another podcast, make sure to check out In My Feels with Dre and Emily Heidel.
2: Alright, let's move on to our debot or not for G Idols. Oh my god.
4: Woo.
0: Mikayla, why don't you dive into the message, lyrics, concept? Yeah, and we have to preface, for this
3: version, we are mostly sticking to the Korean version of Oh My God, even though we do know that there is an English version because this is actually G-Idol's U.S. debut album. What? So they, yeah, they signed with Republic Records, uh, I think early this year or maybe last year. And so... That's why there is an English version of "Oh My God" on this album because this is their first push into getting radio play here in the
0: states. Okay,
3: and yeah, how are they doing with, with that? that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Mm. I know. I, I mean, put it this it's way, decidu- I've got
2: tickets to their Atlanta concert, um, Ooh. and I'm not—I'm not making travel plans yet.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, if situations were different, this this whole concept, this whole album, really would have been an amazing push for them. Doing a lot of state size promotions, so my heart goes out to all the the Neverlands. <laughs> I, my heart goes out to them for you know the ones at least stateside who might not have been able to see them perform it
1: live yet. Yeah, and listeners who are listening to this in in the future, um, we mm-hmm. recorded this back at the right in the middle of the COVID nineteen pandemic, so everyone's kind of quarantine and lockdown right now. Yeah,
3: but getting into kind of what the core of this whole album and song is about, so I kind of put it down to, like, controversy and contrast. Mm. So there's this really big theme like of having the colors of black and white. So... Yeah, these, and red, right? Yeah, and they're, they're kind of representing what reality versus expectations, or specifically what society's expectations are for you. So white represents something that's very innocent and pure. That's their reality, how they see themselves. Whereas black, it's representing something that's offensive and dirty, and this is how they believe society sees them. It's society's expectations for what they are.
0: I'm curious, where, where, where do you get this analysis cuz i mean you could say the opposite right that society wants them to be more pure and innocent ladies but on the inside they want to be free and bad girls yeah they want to give that, in I mean, to temptation maybe projecting myself sin. but <laughs> they want to or they yeah, were who's who's so to say good. it's, it's were the first one or, God. all right all right <laughs> yeah but just just tell me more about like well, where that's coming from
3: if you, if you look at the album title the album is called Um, I trust. So it's them trusting themselves so that even though society sees them as this black, offensive, dirty thing, they know truly that they are pure and they are innocent and they can be their true selves in spite of what people think of them. People think that they're bad, but inside they know that they're just being themselves. Mm. Is that a real thing?
0: Do do Korean citizens, fans think that they're like bad well they dark, definitely portray a dark i don't know yeah
1: i'm i'm, concept. Not, I'm not sure if i fully get behind i, know, I think I'd, I'd have to
2: be in korea to really get a sense but it's probably fair to say there's some people who view them that way right and probably overrepresented in social media and so on that they that's true that they encounter yeah i mean they're definitely I not
0: mean, they, they are women in the music industry it's there's probably <laughs> somebody yeah and they're not they're not egg-yo. Yeah. They're not no. trying to be cute like children. They are trying to portray a more womanly vibe, especially in this um, in this mm-hmm. video,
3: a very mature so. vibe. Because you know, getting into the lyrics, the the main lyric that has everybody all shook up is the fact that the chorus they talk about. Specifically, they say, "Oh my God, she took me to the sky. Oh my God, she showed me all the stars." So it's implying that G.I. is talking about a relationship with a woman, which is something that's incredibly taboo in Korea.
1: A woman. If you're in love with a woman.
3: <laughs> and that's that's how a lot of people are interpreting those that lyric specifically mm. is that they're talking about a relationship. With, with a woman. Yeah. There are there are other interpretations though. I think Stephanie, you were you saw Yeah. A-
0: you know, I, I, I wanted to research about what's going on in the background here and the first video that came up in search results for me was from a creator, Bookish Theories, and mm. she did an explainer that really ignored the queer theme or undertones and said, No, this is more uh, the she is symbolic of like love or lust itself Mm. and that the the theme of the song is a prayer um both to the the old god or tradition and like oscillating between following god and the virtue like catholic god and like freeing yourself of religion for this this other new god and that's um i mean I, i must say maybe parts of both truths are um you know compelling you know what what i think what i think is most what i think is most likely is that the label wants to touch on that edgy lgbt theme but not go not dive fully into it and endorse it they want to have plausible deniability they want
1: ambiguity to
0: touch they want ambiguity all the
1: theories
0: oh and yeah all
1: the trends
0: but all the trends, all the fans, Western audience, traditional audience, yeah, I, I, I think from a business perspective, they want to do all of that, like dip their toes in to the controversy and Yeah, I'd,
2: my know. take is I'd be careful about the taking the sort of the same-sex relationship angle too literally in it. You know, we're always eager to see that sort of hidden ink, and this isn't too hidden admittedly but the inclusivity messages you know from our favorites and sometimes they're really there and and sometimes they're not um, and'm I'm, I'm just thinking about this what, what what's the other option on this song I mean if the theme is like temptation versus innocence you know the video has sujin is kind of plays this temptress right yes and and she's the she's the one that that the you know protagonist is talking about. If you had, if it were he, what are they going to bring in, like a male dancer to play that role? Or, I'm down. You know, I mean, just right. I mean, they could, but it it kind of makes sense in the song. I picked Jimin. <laughs> Definitely. And there's there's also the angle that if if it's sort of the light side and the dark side, there's even there's even the opposite interpretation that um, sort of. You know how Katy Perry got got some criticism for I kissed a girl sort of the subtext being that that was a bad thing a naughty thing or at least edgy mm-hmm. thing you know I mean it could be that that's playing into the more traditional view that that is a dark yeah. thing versus an innocent mm. um, yeah. thing who so,
0: owns yeah. who owns innocence like who's to say yeah. that like love, loving women is this like dirty, lustful thing. like Yeah,
3: and you can really interpret that, like, if, if this is, if you do take the interpretation that this is talking about a relationship with a woman, it's a very toxic relationship. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's sure. the, specifically in, like, the, the lyrics that Yuki and I think... I don't I can't remember the other member's name but they talk about you know you're toying with me you're destroying my reason and but you know still I'm letting you in still I'm letting you take control of me and like I know it's bad and you're bad but still you know you take me to the stars so I have to come back to you it's not Really, a relationship yeah, and it's that's pain
2: and candy-coated drug, and yeah, yeah. it's like
3: you, you get this feeling of euphoria from the chorus, but it's not euphoria from from love and being happy of being in a relationship. It's it's really just lust. It's not anything that's it's an
1: addiction,
3: really pure or or good.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm so reminded if, if, of um, Lady Gaga's uh, "What Judas," um, and that song was all about mm. that was like a biographical statement on. Man, I keep falling in men or putting myself attracted to these personalities that are actually very toxic for me, mm-hmm. and I seem to worship all the wrong things. So I wonder if yeah. we're seeing a similar message uh, with "Oh my God,"
3: I buy that. Yeah, the, yeah. It's it's the only real saving grace is that in Shua's verse, it, you know, it goes back to that theme of like self acceptance and trusting yourself. So even though. Like she specifically says, I, I print dark red love on my face, you know, whatever people say, I fall in love. It's, it's kind of trying to be uplifting at the end, despite all the, the dark themes that they talk about before. And that, you know, through this experience, I'm also learning how to trust myself and accept myself for who I am and then they have in they don't have this in the the official audio of the song but in the music video they have this latin verse that you can actually read right before the final chorus and it's ab imo pectore pectore. which literally translates in latin to something like from from deep within my chest so it's it's kind of like the the say it from your chest moment of like okay i'm me (laughs) this is me this is how I feel I'm going from the to bottom of my be heart myself,
0: yeah the yeah. bottom of my heart from the bottom of my heart, yeah, I really like that la the Shuhua's last verse mm-hmm.
3: and visually it's it's so beautiful because she's all in white and surrounded by in this white room surrounded by all the backup dancers and she looks so pretty
1: yeah Ooh. so on the visuals like what are we seeing that that is reinforcing a lot of these theories that we discussed there was clearly discussion a lot of religious elements we were seeing the crosses um and then we're also seeing like you know descent into <laughs> <laughs> descent. into uh the the underworld the the um all the taboo things so mm.
2: you know what really stood out to me from the music video was Minnie's character mm-hmm. mm. she's she starts out the she does the intro and the outro and she's they start off dragging her away but she's dressed all in white, um, and she seems sort of out of it. Uh, I don't know really how that fits into the storyline, but throughout the video, she's sort of beset by these characters with with hands that are black. You know, they sort of get darker as it gets toward their hands, and they're grabbing her and pawing yeah. her and whatever. And by the end of the video, she's in that same white outfit, but it's got hand prints all over it.
1: She's mm. got a tattoo
2: on her face. You know she's, and by the end she's like a mix. She doesn't turn dark, but she's a mix of the light and the dark.
0: I think she, in one of the later scenes, her nose starts bleeding, and it's mm. like dark purple, black, black even blood coming out. So maybe they, they really got to her. Um, the the explainer video I, I watched earlier said that she decided to take a bite of the poison apple, the forbidden, forbidden fruit, poison herself. Exactly, forbidden fruit. There we go. Adam and Eve, Snow White. Um, <laughs> how many biblical stories <laughs> and Disney stories <laughs> tell this um, tell this fable? Um, but she she does it willingly because she wants to fall in love. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, the I mean, in terms of the the visuals, there's so many Catholic or Christian yep. overtones to it. Um, in addition to the the white versus black, I think. Anyone who's gone to communion has taken the, the sip body of the and wine and it represents the blood of Christ. Um we see a one of my favorite parts of the videos is when a chalice of wine drops down and when it hits the ground it bursts into flames (laughs) that's a great visual yeah yeah oh my gosh so many epic moments like that um especially with uh with red liquid or red wash over the screen kind of showing that that the love or rather the passion and lust takes over the characters and, you know, you know what that means in Christian Christian <laughs> uh, Sunday school story time.
1: Mm-hmm. It's no good. What, you're cast out. <laughs> a lot of really brilliant imagery in this music video. But I will critique that it felt highly non-cohesive. It was like all over the freaking place. Like it, Like, mm-hmm. unless you're subscribing to one of these theories, which tries to make sense of all of it. And I would like to contrast this with FKA Twigs' cellophane, and that, if you watch that music video, like, oh my god, like that, that deserves an award. That that music video is brilliant, um, because it did. It was the the one that got her a Grammy. Oh well, there you yep. go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There it the
1: is. Boat. That told a story, like a very linear story from beginning to end. Like, oh, I'm attracted to this thing. It's beautiful, but actually it is very toxic for me, uh, this person. And just because I would do it for you, would you do it for me? No. And we're not seeing that same linear storytelling in this. And I think this could have been strengthened so much better if we had... A very clear beginning to end probably with one main character and supporting characters just so that the message in the story um, could be that much more resonant with a greater number of audiences and like cellophane we see my bias Well, <laughs> um, here we go <laughs> oh, in good. in uh I don't know how you describe it guys. It's like like covered in mud, clay, in a red like in Writhing uh, right, yes. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> Good way describe it, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in 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 the uh, more of that hellish landscape, take a very strong, inspirational cue from Cellophane. Uh-oh. Um, I'm not sure what you guys thought of that comparison.
0: I mean, I I saw the the side by side images on Twitter, and I was like, oh yeah, that's taken, that's that's plagiarized. But do I do I <laughs> yeah, care? The, the
2: visual is. Like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean come on like true. In, in, is not, especially K-pop. in terms of visual art like music video you 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 take a clip you take inspiration from somebody else everybody's doing that I don't That's I don't true. think it's, it's like a, a canceled moment and... <laughs> mm.
4: yeah. yeah
2: and it's a small part of the overall video right I know. I mean, if they had done different colored mud, nobody would have said it. True. <laughs> Speaking
0: of the plagiarism accusations, we wanted to highlight a comment from one of our fans who joined the K pop chat on Twitter. If you want to be a part of that, just follow us at the K pop cast and you too can be featured on the show. Um, we heard from Jammy Last, a.k.a. Black Jesus Seven, <laughs> um, who said. It's plagiarized, but I'm not sure it's substantial enough to be of note. And G Idol don't produce their own music videos. It's, of course, their trash company, Cube. <laughs> <laughs> for all we know, this MV concept could be pulled from a performance artist for FKA Twigs as well. Ah. So yeah. true.
2: When you I agree with 85% of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> My only disagreement would be I. I feel like, now maybe this is me just taking queendom too literally, as if it's a Mm. documentary. (laughs) But I think Soyeon has some influence over the music video, concept, choreo, that sort of thing. She only gets credit for all the good things. That's what she is responsible for.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's how
3: it works. Well, speaking of Soyeon, do we want to talk about the music? Because we know that she definitely has a hand in writing all of the music for them. So if
1: I can apply my ballroom dancer perspective to this... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a Latin ballroom dancer perspective, even. When it comes to the music, the verses are a cha-cha. The pre-chorus is a samba. And the chorus is a rumba. you've got all of those combined wow. into one package and you can yeah <laughs> they're all the same no no this, is, this is why have we own, have you on the show peter they mm-hmm. have their own uh musical stylings and you could do each of those dances all in one song um so it's a good workout if you're like me and you need to lose weight
0: are you so. gonna upload like a zumba style tutorial to this song peter
1: can we count on that? Oh, you know, that's a good idea. I probably I mean, should, but I don't want to show you off. You are platform. at home. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love that.
1: I would yeah. do it every day. But man, it's going hard. It's a strong, eerie follow-on to Lion. You know, it's like this evil, seductress sort of mm-hmm. vibe that I'm getting from the music.
2: It's definitely a Idol song, right? I mean, the f- the focus on the concept is so clear from start to finish. You know, this isn't a song mm-hmm. that somebody shopped around and they liked the sound of it and then they had to think up a concept. I mean, this yeah, the, this whole idea, was, this song was written with the concept yep. in mind. Much like Lion, right? I mean, Lion was made for queendom. I'm a queen like a lion, right? <laughs> um, very dramatic. You know, it's not a, some people, the song hasn't been universally loved um, based on my uh, trip around the internet but uh,
3: yeah we did a few polls it was it was kind of polarized on whether people thought it was Daybok or not
2: yeah and it's it I think it's because it it's not a you know it's not a fun song it's not a dance mm-hmm. song it's it's not a quirky song it's really I mean it's dramatic right mm-hmm. it's it's uh, atmospheric um,
0: is that is that just another way of saying it's not dynamic it doesn't move <laughs> It doesn't make me want to move. Well,
2: actually, I, I want to comment okay. on that. Yeah, but really, I mean, from start to finish, right, this idea of uh, light and darkness, of innocence and temptation. Mm-hmm. The intro, obviously, it has that bell. It's Church very bells. slow, yeah. ominous, right, oppressive. <laughs> and then it's kind of out of nowhere, the verse, as you say, Peter, it's much more upbeat, it's lighter, it's a total switch.
0: <laughs> Oh, I don't
2: know how to And the pre-chorus is also a very light, dancing. Oh yeah, you what know What part it, of this and is and dancing? It builds. Remind me. The, the, the pre-chorus, the pre is building up. Yeah. I mean, you oh, can like imagine, The, totally the driving,
0: the marching yeah. part.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you've got the the trappy. Yep. Where it's building up to the drop. And then I think where where it loses some people is the chorus drops down deep. It goes halftime. Yeah. Oh my, God, oh my God. I actually thought you know I was gonna say for people who don't like the chorus it's really short it's only two lines <laughs> but it's it's actually not that short in time because it's yeah, halftime yeah, so yeah. it's it really about the
1: normal the time. Like, I would. And say, by the way, that's what you're supposed to do in rumba. You're really supposed to like. You drive and then slowly steepen it and feel it and
2: feel it out.
0: (laughs) I like Rumba. I like dancing to it.
2: Yeah, so and that kind of thing keeps going, keeps cycling through the whole song. It goes it goes up and it's lighter and then it drops really dark and ominous, you know. I
0: think I think that the, the drop to the dark and ominous part that you mentioned is is epic and it's nice, but for me it's more appropriate for a bridge or a breakdown. Mm. Like after you've you've got your heart rate up and you've danced a yeah. bit, it should break down to this and like go away. I don't want to hear it like more than once,
2: <laughs> <laughs> as a listener. Well, you know that's a weird thing about the bridge in the song. It kind of confused yeah. me at first because the bridge comes in between two choruses, and it sounds a lot like the verses. Yeah, mm. you know it. It's 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 not a traditional you a traditional bridge because they've got to bring in something lighter in between the.
4: It too darker
0: this kind of reminds me of kill this love Blackpink. yeah i was just about
3: to say and that was that was the reason i, I didn't like kill this love was the it was so slow and marching and it felt like it, it lost
4: anything.
1: Yeah, but guys, like, each song has a place. Not every song <laughs> is an upbeat, happy, butterfly and rainbows or sexy time dance song. This is a song to feel bad to, like, know that you know you done wrong
2: it's conflict yeah oh
1: th- it's that it's that, that is
2: definitely it. it is more conflict yeah that, it's it definitely back that yeah yeah you're absolutely right Stephen right. yeah so I was at what you know when I, when I listened to the song the first few times I was a little bit disappointed that it didn't seem like it progressed mm-hmm. you know that it that things changed even that kind of swings back and forth and especially if you think of like the final chorus I always think of my favorite kind of final chorus is like an EXID chorus yeah where they just throw everything at you. You know, they've got they've got the chorus. They bump up the instrumentals. They've got Ellie rapping over the chorus. Mm-hmm. They've got G doing yeah, ad- ad- you know, I mean, It's just an explosion. And this one, you know, the intro and the outro are almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. The outro slows down just on the last, like, two syllables. But the chorus actually does change. I think maybe you could say it's too subtle. But actually, the last chorus does bring in uh, elements from the rest of the song. It it starts off with the bell mm-hmm. yeah. um, which is the only place you have that other than the intro and the outro It has the, the piano from the verses. It's way back in the mix. Um, it's not very prominent. It doesn't really brighten the chorus that much Does bring that in, and it also has that kind of trap percussion build up from the pre-chorus. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I have to listen to that again.
2: <music> yeah, if you say it, it sounds very different. But it's just—it's so subtle that. Uh, I don't know. I don't clearly know you. You've
0: had this on well replay, unlike the rest of us. Yeah.
2: I mean, I listened to it a couple of times. Yeah.
1: Just as long as they don't like pitch yeah. shift it at the third chorus. I hate it when they go a half step up at the end. Like no, that is like God. a sin. They, no song should ever do it's that. That's a crutch. Work. No, it never. More works. often than girls' not. day. Girls' day. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> my my. I guess my my main critique with with the song itself is. Um, You've got these, like, really, to your point, Stephen, these these choruses that feel like they're immersed. They're deep entrenched in conflict. And then immediately after that, you've got these really hokey piano, <laughs> like, like uh, coming in that starts that to, like, perk it up again. And it's like, whoa, that's, like, a really different direction in mood and feeling. And it makes the song feel cheap it's a bait and switch Ooh. yeah like i was and with I'll, you I'll, and then
4: baby, baby, you gonna, you yeah and, and
1: if soyeon was responsible for that she wasn't responsible for that so we'll ah. just assume that like soyeon <laughs> didn't do that part even if she
2: did she well did, let me bring well, let me bring it better. back to soyeon oh oh wonderful um, yes because <laughs> the last my last observations are a couple of what might be Soyeon's signatures that I, I like in this in this song? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Peter. You often point this out to me. The backing vocals, you know, you often talk about Soyeon's uh, well backing vocals. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. her ad libs yeah, yeah, right. mm-hmm. are really cool. In this, the production is kind of intricate and detailed. And if you listen, there's lots of whispers and murmurs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. going on, and backing vocals that aren't just. Like layering or echoing, you know, there's interesting stuff going on with the vocals in the background, and I think that's something that Soyon does pretty well in her in her song.
4: Oh
0: God. <laughs> 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 Good
2: job, Soyon.
1: I agree. Right? I'll take that as a win.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, this has especially struck me because it because the last their last single was Lion. In the rap break, you know, if you remember in Lion, Young changes her cadence a lot. She's really skilled at that. And in Lion she builds up, gets faster and faster, you know, da 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 I'm we're the queen, or I'm the queen. Right. And then she takes that deep breath, like she's out of breath, you know, that...
3: Right. Which was kind of a clever Ooh, wow.
4: little sounded just know, like a
2: way to fill a, the a beat addition to the song. <laughs> she kind of does a similar thing in this in the, in the rap break Uh, And oh my god, she has this faster part at the end where it's going, 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 and then... There's that licky slurp. Slurpy. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she like licks you know. the chain or something. Like, yeah, no, maybe not. Uh, like yeah. it looks like she's yeah. licking at the at the, barbed wire yeah. in the video. Oh
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. That's you know? that's the part where in the English version it, it makes a little bit more sense because she's talking about like it tastes like honey, and then you hear that licky sound. Oh. <laughs> right. You
4: sure as honey.
1: Okay, one 1 yeah. point
0: for team LGBT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so yeah. And so yeah. Always so yeah, and always yeah. gets a point by default. Okay. I'm realizing we skipped over the we performances. We did. I I'm sorry like, guys. What? I I screwed up the outline. Um so yeah, what what did you guys think of the the performances of the song and the dancing? I mean, briefly, I thought
0: clearly a lot of time, effort, and money went into the live performance, yes. the dan- like army all the backup dancers an army yeah. of backup dancers is on stage i was worried about coronavirus concerns like you all should not be congregating like that like just <laughs> falling over each other <laughs> flailing arms and stuff but the, the choreo is yeah, impressive
3: Yeah, especially if you take the because they have two versions of the intro. So there's the black version and the white version. And the black version, they're just all up on each other. They're literally in a pile of
0: just arms and body. COVID central, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that that did look. But in in the white version
3: and and yeah, the white version, they're they're nice and like socially distanced. They're (laughs) (laughs) they're in these rows, like on their knees, kind of like praying to to whatever. I guess God Soyeon <laughs> God soyan
1: there we go yeah, oh, perfect
3: yeah I, I like
0: really how um, how the choreo like adds another layer of religious imagery in that all the backup dancers mm-hmm. are faceless they have kind of lace veils or masks over them and they're all worshipping like disciples worshipping the, the goddesses that are the g Idol members so it, it all fits together
4: Not thinking thinking for from your embrace i'm not going anywhere here we go again i hear the sound of pain flowing slowly through my veins
1: okay well that all being said it's about that time it's time <laughs> to worship G- so yeah um it is time to give <laughs> always our that final time scores. for you <laughs> so, taking this all into account, taking in the message, the lyrics, which were nonsensical, the visuals, the dancing, the music, the, so-y- the Soyan and <laughs> uh, so-yan, soyan rapping, category. and uh, Soyan's <laughs> licking and Soyan's Slurp. um, slurping and slurping uh, and Soyan's sexy imagery was this song. All I right. Wish. Daybuck or, or not. not. <laughs> I can't believe we still do this on this show. Um, Why not? <laughs> Stephanie, what, no, it's Steven. Steven Spurs. Oh, oh, Steven, Steven, Steven.
3: Steven, one, two, three. Daybuck or not.
2: Steve, I can't hear Steven. Steven, are you with us?
0: I can't hear him. Yes. Now can you hear me?
2: Now we can hear you. Oh my gosh, you guys must have missed so many genius little <laughs> comments. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, definitely Daebak. Uh, this is not the best G Idol song, but it is. It achieves its purpose perfectly. It's very dramatic. It's a fully realized concept. Definitely Daebak.
0: Okay, Stephanie, I'm gonna have to go with not. The concept is phenomenal, but it's just not enough. The audio is terrible. Not for me <laughs> Okay uh, Okay, I agree with you
3: It's a not for me <laughs> as well
1: for, for similar reasons Okay, Come on, Peter. Peter Yeah, I guess it's Daybok uh, I was actually coming here yeah? to say not today Peter Wait, Pierce you porn. guess? I, I, I was coming here to say it's not Daybok And that's even why we had you on the show, Stephen So that we can not all say But Daybok
4: Does that mean I'm off the uh, show? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, moving along uh, Just us talking about it like, especially, like, re-listening to the chorus in my head and, like, immersing myself in, in that conflict, in that vibe, and talking about Soyeon, Oh just made god. me realize, like, there's no choice but the Daebak one. So this song is uh, <laughs> Daebak, despite preconceived uh, notions of, of uh, idol. Okay, well, that wraps it up for this episode <laughs> of the K-Popcast. You can always chat with us on Twitter at The k Cast, Or shoot us an email with your constructive feedback and episode ideas at kpopcastshow at gmail.com. If you love Soyeon and you have thoughts about this <laughs> episode... And you also think that Soyeon is an artistic genius and coming messiah All right. of our time. <laughs> Who wrote this? Um, you should join our K-pop cast Slack. Uh, we'll drop in a link in this episode description. You can talk with us, other listeners, and um, also talk more about Soyeon and other K-pop songs, sure, I guess.
0: <laughs> and other groups.
3: <laughs> so wrapping it up, let our listeners know where they can find you on Twitter.
2: You can find me at Tennessee Appeal or uh, follow... The Kpop Unmuted podcast at Kpop Unmuted. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe.
3: I'm at S Parker2. And I'm at Michaela J kpop
1: and Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with all your friends and spread the word, the gospel mm. of Soyon. <laughs> spread the good word. Alright, thanks for having us on. Thank you what? for coming on, Steven. <laughs> 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 like who's oh, are we all keep up unmuted
0: <laughs> are you drinking soju from the oh, yeah, bottle? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> keep it classy, Peter. <laughs> Friday.
1: Yeah. Why not? I, I, it is Friday. Oh I, I was waiting for Friday 5 work. PM.
0: Yeah.
1: I it's funny, I uh, we had to delay this episode because I was talking to my boss. And she said, "Like, hey, if you want to like crack open an alcoholic beverage right now, I'm like, let, let me save that I for mean, after our chat." And then as, an as we're wrapping
0: beverage. up, right? Yeah. I'm he- way ahead of you. <laughs> Another one.
1: <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the chat, I, I said, "Like, okay, I'm gonna crack open that that beer now." Or I guess in this case, soju. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't
4: need to know that yet.